Welcome everyone to the Vol Bros. We are two Vol Bros who are actually bros. I'm I'm Evan. I almost said I'm Rustin. No, I'm not Rustin. Uh, I'm Evan. This is my brother Rustin, and we are the Vol Bros. And it's the Orange Bowl week, baby. It's the Orange Bowl week. Friday night, eight o'clock. And so we're previewing that game tonight. We are live on three separate platforms: YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And we're gonna do a little something different tonight. We're doing something new. So I'm going to put in the comments right now on all three platforms. You can watch me do it live here. We are pl putting a link. If you would like to join us on screen, you can do that by clicking on the link and you'll go backstage. I'll see you join and then we'll bring you on. Now, one, uh, one caveat to that. This is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to make sure. It stays a family show. Um, just like on live radio, you know, the producer on live radio constantly has his his finger on that button. Man, if somebody starts saying something they shouldn't, they hit it, you know. So same thing here. Uh, I'll have my finger on the button. And uh, if 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 I need to, uh, you, you may be excused from the show, <laughs> uh, depending on what's what's being said. So. Uh, you're probably sitting there thinking right off the bat, man, I love the shirt that Evan has on. And I totally agree. It's an awesome shirt. Uh, you too can be the owner of this shirt at the You'll notice it's a short sleeve version. I got the long sleeve version on and today we released a new design. Boom. Look at that. Ooh, look at that shirt right there. That's a nice looking hoodie. Go big orange just in time for the orange bowl. So Unless you do like super rush shipping, I don't think you'll get it by the Orange Bowl. But um, that that brand new shirt design released today. We'd love for you to go to thevolbros.com and check that out. Uh, we got a fun little show ahead of us. We're going to look at three things. We're going to look at who is not playing, who is playing, and what's our prediction. So please let us know, too, what, what your prediction is. Tell us in the comments on all the different platforms. If you want to join us, feel free to join us. Um, super, super exciting stuff. So, uh, let's start with who isn't playing and Rustin, tell us, uh, about Jeremy Banks. He's our first person who is not playing. Yeah. Jeremy just decided to, uh, get ready for, get ready for the draft. He's not going to play in the orange bowl. Um, I believe he will play in the senior bowl, um, or the Reese's shrine bowl, whichever one he chose. Um, but he, he, and it's probably his probably the best decision. He needs to get ready for the draft. Um, if he has a good showing at the all-star games, has a good showing at pro day, he could potentially jump up, up into that fourth round-ish conversation. And fourth round is really good money. Um, I would say right now he's probably sitting about sixth or seventh round, um, but he he does have an opportunity to, to improve that stock. And, and so I think he made the right decision in not playing. I hate that he's not playing because the one game this year he didn't play, we looked awful. So that's not that's not overwhelmingly positive. Um, but he probably made the right decision. Well, and that's something that you just mentioned that's very important to consider uh, because the defense certainly did look different when he was not on the field. Yeah. And so obviously that's a South Carolina game for anybody who may not know. Um, but that's a serious thing to consider. Um, when you go back and you watch the Alabama game in particular, Jeremy Banks was huge. I mean, he, he was getting in Bryce Young's face all night. Um, that 
that that's a blow. I mean, that, that hurts. Obviously, Jalen Hyatt not playing. That hurts. I mean, my goodness, you got the Blitnikoff winner. If he's not playing, that I mean, you that can't not hurt. What do you think? Um, I, I fully expected Jalen not to play. I, I mean, they've had – I trust this coaching staff. They've had almost a month to prepare for this game without Jalen and Cedric. Um, so I'm not overly concerned about that. I think it's a ripe opportunity for Brew to assert himself for the Bolitnikov next year. I think we'll no probably doubt. see. I think we'll probably see a pretty strong game from Ramel. Um, my biggest question mark is Squirrel White. Um, if you've watched the last couple of times that Joe Milton's been at quarterback, Squirrel White seems to always be the target, and that's because yeah. defenses are saying we're not going to let Brew and whoever the other split end is hurt us you're going to have to beat us with Squirrel White. So Joe Milton's read has consistently been Squirrel's one-on-one, Squirrel's open. Um, you know, so I think I think Friday night's going to come down a lot to how well Squirrel plays. Yeah, and, you know, several times he's thrown deep balls to him just because Squirrel's faster than people. He yeah. outruns them, just like Jalen Hyatt. So uh, Squirrel but again, will be that's, big, that's his big read. He's, 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 seeing, he's seeing the safeties creeping out to double cover the outside – and he's getting one-on-one coverage with usually a nickel back on squirrel somewhere in the slot, either running a post or a corner. And so that's his read. It's his only one-on-one look. My guy's potentially faster. That's where I'm going. Um, and I think we'll see a lot of that Friday. And then our last person who's not playing this Friday night is Cedric Tillman, which no surprise here. Um, I mean, my goodness, he hadn't played probably half the season or more now. Yeah. And so, we wish him uh, health. We wish that, you know, uh, he's able to use his time to, to get everything uh, straightened out and in, in his leg and, and that he's a hundred percent going in the combine and uh, because he has a potential to make a whole lot of money uh, in, in this, this draft. So let's move on. I guess what's more important, who is playing? Uh, these are the folks that who will be on the field and, in my opinion, the second most important person on this list is Byron Young. Tell us what about Byron, his decision to play. We need Byron to have a good night. Um, if you yeah, look back Byron. at that South Carolina game, our biggest issue was when Jeremy Banks wasn't on the field, our pass rush was non-existent. It, it just completely disappeared. Um, and that's my biggest fear for Friday is if he's not out there, somebody has to be the guy to replace that pass rush. Um, Byron could be that guy. I'm hoping that Aaron Beasley and Jawan Mitchell have had a month to recover. They come out healthy, fast, ready, and one of them becomes that guy. You know, Jawan Mitchell, when he was at Texas, he was a pass rush specialist. That, that was his deal. Um, and we really haven't seen that in his entire time in Knoxville. So I, I'm hoping that they put him in Jeremy's uh, role Friday night, that they send him quite a bit and start getting him back in the mentality of I'm a pass rush guy. That's what I'm here for. Um, because somehow we've got to generate a rush. I, I've said this before. I haven't been overwhelmed with how our defensive line has played this year against the run. They've done a fantastic job, but against the pass, I haven't been overly impressed with, with the pass rush we've gotten consistently. Um, so if Juwan can be the guy to supply that, if Byron Young can have a huge night and supply that, um, somebody's got to step up and replace that void. Well, and you make an excellent point about health. Um, 
as we all know, about the last month of the season, our secondary was totally depleted because of injuries and, and other health issues. So let's hope that, you know, this Friday night we see way more of our secondary than we have in over a month of, of gameplay. Yeah. So uh, let's hope that we get a lot of them back for this, this Friday night. Now, this next person who is playing, in my opinion, is the most important person on this list. And that's Darnell Wright. Um, Clemson's calling card every year, especially this year, has been their defensive line. If Tennessee can, you know, control their defensive front, that's a huge, huge advantage in this game if they can do that. That guy right there is one of the main reasons why there's reason for optimism if you're a Tennessee fan going up against this Clemson uh, defensive line. Darnell Wright, man, this you, you want to talk about a money-making game? This is a money, and he knows that. Uh, I guarantee you that's why he's playing, because he sees an opportunity to prove against, I mean, he's already done it against Alabama. He's already done it against LSU. This is another opportunity to prove that he is a dominant offensive lineman that should be drafted very high in this draft. This is his chance to show all the all the scouts, and I think he knows that. Yeah, it, the the similarities between this game and last year's bowl game are starting to get a little eerie. Um, you know, last year Purdue's best defensive end opted out. This year, Clemson's best defensive end, Miles Murphy, opted out. Um, last year, Clemson's top or uh, Purdue's top linebacker, who was going into the NFL draft, opted out. This year, Clemson's number two linebacker, who's dra- the only draft eligible linebacker they have has opted out. So it's, it's a little eerie how similar those two games are. Um, obviously Clemson, if you look at the last four recruiting classes, Clemson's talent level is exponentially higher than Tennessee's, um, which, which is really interesting when you look at how the season went for both of them. Um, but you know, so there's going to be defensive line depth. Yeah. There's going to be defensive line depth. There's going to be a next man up mentality. They're going to have dudes out there that can, can, can create a pass rush. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm real interested to see how our offensive line does. Um, again, they've had a month, um, you know, last year we played Purdue in a bowl game that was only two weeks after the final game. It's not quite as long. Um, you know, this year they've had a lot of time to get ready for this game and they kind of had an idea of who they were going to play. So, you know, I, I fully expect to see a game plan that, has been well thought out, has been well prepared for, and and guys play well. Um, if we don't see that, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm not gonna have any concerns about this coaching staff. I'm gonna be a little disappointed. Yeah. Well, our third guy that is playing, our last guy on this list that is playing, is Brew McCoy, and that's huge considering the fact that Jalen and Cedric aren't playing. But this is this is gonna be Bruce' time to shine. Him and and Ramel Keaton. I mean this this is. They're going to be, you're going to see him all over the field. Uh, this is, this is going to be his game of coming out party right here. I mean, yeah. the catch against Alabama in the last drive was huge and obviously, you know, made him put him on the map in Tennessee. But this game, I mean, he, he's, he's numero uno now. This is, it's his time to shine. Yeah. I, I you know, two years ago it was Valus. This year it was Jalen. Next year it should be Brew. Um, you know, I, I want to see him really assert himself. The other thing I want to see, though, is I want to see the coaches get creative and how they get him the ball. 
Um, yeah. Because if you look back, when Joe is in at quarterback, he rarely ever throws the ball to Brew because the defense is is overplaying to his side. They're making sure he's not an option. You know, the only way you can make him an option is to get creative with how you move him around, how you line him up, how you motion him. Um, they, they need to find some ways to create space so that he can get the ball. Um, because if they just keep doing what they've been doing, this is going to be Squirrel White and Ramel Keaton. Pick your poison. Which one are we going to while Brew's over here getting double covered every play? Um, yeah. and, and, he'll, and he won't be a factor. He'll just be standing over there. So now that we've talked about who's not playing and we've talked about who is playing, let's give our predictions for what's going to happen today or not today, not today, Friday. <laughs> uh, why don't you go first? Cause I, I think I've got, um, mine's very specific. <laughs> well, so I tried to look at all the analytics and the stats because I, I think when you looked at, when you look at the opt outs, it doesn't really, I think it all kind of cancels itself out. You know, two of Clemson's best defensive players aren't on the field Two if you include Hendon three of Tennessee's best offensive players aren't on the field. So I think all that, all that stuff kind of washes, but it's, it's fascinating. Clemson's a five and a half point favorite. So here's a stat that people haven't really been talking about that I think is really, really important. This year against the spread, Clemson is seven and six. Tennessee is nine and three against the spread this year. But here's what's more important about that. They're four and one against the spread when they're underdogs. So the only game they lost this year where they were an underdog was Georgia against the spread. So you're telling me there's a chance. (laughs) I I think it's fascinating that when you look at those numbers, but then you look that Vegas has Clemson as a five and a half point favorite, those numbers against the spread don't translate to Clemson being a five and a half point favorite. So I think those things kind of wash out. You know, when you look at the guys who are missing, I think those kind of, those things kind of wash out. You know, when you look at overall team groupings, Tennessee's right now number one offense in America. Clemson's number uh, 53. So Clemson's 52 spots behind them on offense, and they're playing a quarterback who's only getting his second start ever. Um, you know, so odds are he's probably not going to be as great as he was in the first one because, you know, nerves set in you start coming to the realization of okay now i'm the man and Um, people have had time to game plan for you right well and he's been listening to the hype everybody's been talking about Cade klubnik for a month now um and you know they're almost deeming him the savior of clemson um you know when you look at the defensive side of the ball clemson's number 25 nationally tennessee right now is number 86 which with jeremy banks not playing that's a little concerning um, so I think those numbers are probably why Vegas gave the edge to Clemson. Um, but I think it comes down to Joe Milton. I, I think Cade Klubnik's going to do his thing. Um, Will Shipley concerns me. We haven't done a great job against running backs. that are downhill runners. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a back and forth game. I think it's probably going to come down to who has the ball last And I think Joe's going to, I think this is going to be Joe's coming out party. You know, he's listened to a lot of crap for, for a long time. Yeah. And, and I would love to see him come out and respond. Um, The biggest issue we have is depth at quarterback. Uh, I don't know if they'll fully open up the whole playbook because 
We don't know if Taven Jackson's fully healthy. Um, I think it's real interesting that Nico made the trip. Yeah, all the new guys made the trip, but none of them are going to play. I think Nico's there for an emergency. I think they're probably (laughs) fast-tracking that playbook with him. It would have to be a major emergency. (laughs) Because if Joe goes down, you try Taven and it doesn't work, are you going with Gaston Moore? If Nico's standing on the sideline? I just don't see him putting Nico in that early. It, it's not a tough system. I guarantee him <laughs> he knows a few things. Um, I, I'll I'll be interested to see if he dresses. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. Like, Gaston Moore can sling it around a little bit. He's pretty good. He he felt pretty good. <laughs> he can. But if you're Josh Heupel and you're you're standing there and you know Nico's standing over here and he knows five plays. His five plays might be better than a whole playbook of Gaston. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, you know, I, I'll i be curious to see what happens. Again, who knows? Nico may be number two. Taven Jackson may get down there and pra- start practicing, and they go, nope, it's not going to happen. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Well, hopefully he doesn't make it to that point and Joe can just dominate and do well hopefully that's I, that's right i hope taven's fully healthy i mean that this would be the ideal situation that taven is fully healthy he's ready to go and they feel comfortable giving joe the whole playbook because that's when he's really effective like when they can run some design quarterback runs with jalen wright as a lead blocker and joe gets to lower his shoulder and go joe, go just plow people that's when he gets really effective um you know, so my my hope is that that's what happens. That he's full playbook. Um, it's back and forth. It comes down to last possession, and Chase McGrath ends his Tennessee career with a with a field goal to win thirty eight thirty five. So that's Rustin's score prediction. UT wins thirty eight thirty five, and um, I I think that's an excellent prediction. I really do. Um, it's very very close to mine. So here's my thoughts on this game. I am nervous as I'll get out about this game. <laughs> um, I am I am very nervous. You know, naturally, the the game before they play Tennessee, Clemson's new quarterback finds his rhythm and is just, you know, picking apart a team in the ACC championship game. You know, that mm, that concerns me. Uh, because obviously our secondary is the the weakest part of our defense, which makes me think that just like you said a minute ago, man, they're going to be sending pressure all night long against uh, Klubnik to to try to get him rattled and and get in his face. Um, the goal should be to knock him out of the game. I mean, I'm 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 really nervous about it, and I was honestly leaning towards like a. You know, 34, 31 Clemson edging them out or something. But then I started thinking about historically, like you said, with about this coaching staff a minute ago, you alluded to it. If you go back and you look at all the like opening games of the season so far with Hypel and and games that they've had a significant amount of time to prepare for, even off coming off a of bye week, they are always incredibly well prepared coming into the game. Their first couple drives are like a clinic every time we, we have a game like that. And I'm seriously hoping that's what happened. We see that. I mean, surely history, you know, history leaves clues here. 
And I'm hoping that is what we see Friday night. And because that's, if we look at historically how they've performed, that is what we'll see Friday night. They are always so well-prepared going into games that they've had a significant amount of time to prepare for. With that being said, that gives me much more confidence in Tennessee. The fact that they're in Tennessee's entire starting offensive line will be playing against Clemson's defensive line. That gives me confidence uh, when looking at Tennessee. So here's what I think is going to happen because I don't think we're going to slow down their passing game very much. I think it's going to be like a a 34-31 game. Tennessee's going to, like you said, whoever has the ball last, Tennessee's going to get the ball, and they're going to kick a field goal to tie it, send it into overtime as time expires. And then in overtime, each team is not going to be able to stop the other one. And so at the end of the first overtime, it's going to be 41-41, and we're going into the second overtime when you have to go for two. <laughs> And I think Tennessee stops them when they go for two in the second overtime and Tennessee converts because they're going to run the shovel pass with Princeton Fant like they do every time they're in. Well, maybe not because now that everybody knows. I was about to say, that's that's a little too telling. (laughs) And so I think double overtime thriller, the Vols edge them out 49-47 after kicking a game-tying field goal at the end of regulation to send it into the first overtime. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, if you are watching this right now, we would love to hear your prediction. Uh, please, you know, let us know in the comments, whether that's on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, let us know in the comments what your uh, prediction is, and we'll be happy to show it on the screen here. If you'd like to join us real quick on screen, you're welcome to do that. There's a link, a joining link in the comments. Um, but we got a few people watching right now, so I'm going to give them a chance to put in their their uh their prediction before we sign off here just in case they want to um but we so appreciate everybody watching this uh we 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 would so appreciate if you share our podcast with people like say you know we're pretty new podcast we just started in november and so we would love it if you'd help us get the word out there uh if you would like and subscribe to our channel that would be amazing uh, we've had a, a explosion in subscribers over the past couple weeks, which has been phenomenal. We're up over 400 now. That is so exciting. Thank you all so much for subscribing to our channel. Um, but even if you're watching this on a replay, uh, we can still interact with us then too, because we do monitor all these things for comments. And so uh, if you were to let us know your prediction later, we'd love to hear it then too. And we can uh, reply back and communicate with you then too. Uh, but I, I don't think we're going to have anybody popping their comment on here or their their prediction on here uh but that's okay uh we appreciate everybody watching and uh like i said let, let text a buddy man hey text a buddy let them know about the vol bros uh rustin as always thank you so much for your insight you were certainly two, the brains two quick things oh go ahead shout out to kelly harper lady vols just beat walford by 40 um to anybody just looking at a box score that looks like so what they beat walford that Wofford team's nine and three, and they're pretty good. Um, and and the Lady Vols just handled business and and just dismantled a very good team. Um, and tomorrow, five o'clock SEC Network basketballs open conference schedule against Ole Miss at Ole Miss. Yep, that's right. Uh, so big day uh, tomorrow for the basketballs. 
Uh, we'll probably talk about that a little bit Friday night. We're going to go live Friday night as well as a reaction show after the, the Orange Bowl. So we hope everybody joins us in too. And uh, like I said, hey, if you want an awesome looking shirt, woo, buddy, look at that thing. Man, that is a good looking shirt. Uh, I happen to be wearing the long sleeve version of it right now. It's very good quality. Uh, the placement on the shirt is excellent. Um, and that then new, a new Go Big Orange design comes in about seven or eight different colors. It sure does. Uh, you can get it on a on a sticker. You can get it on a coffee mug. You can get it on a t-shirt, an apron, a cell phone <laughs> case. Man, all the all the colors of the rainbow right there. And so, any tons of different color options for a lot of them. Uh, that's at thevolbros.com. So be sure to check that out, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at the Vol Bros. Uh, so we so appreciate everybody joining us. Like I said, leave your uh, score prediction in the comments if you'd like to. And even if after this is over, we can come back and check it out then too. So uh, we hope everybody has a great, great evening. Uh, and we look forward to seeing everybody after a big orange win on Friday night right here at the Vol Bros. <laughs>